Hello there. Hi. Welcome back to Healing Yourself with Francesca Rowe. I'm Francesca Rowe and I'm so grateful to have you here with me today to talk about all things healing and the healing journey. I know it's been a minute. I've been busy and preoccupied with things going on in my life and, you know, I've talked about it before so I won't hammer at home, but I moved recently, and yeah, I've just been swept up in all the newness, so I haven't really had a chance to record, or more so I haven't felt in a space to record. I've just felt like I wouldn't have been able to give myself truly and authentically to this podcast and these conversations as I would like to, so I haven't recorded in a bit but that's all right and I'm here now and I would love to talk with you all today about something that I am very passionate about and something that I've been working on recently and not really working on but I've been practicing recently and that is play more specifically the art of play and how we play and why playing is important as we heal and how it is a practice. It is something to consciously practice and how that helps us on our healing journey. Yeah, play really is so important and I'm excited to tell you why. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So I want to start by sharing with all of you a quote that I came upon a while ago. I was in, I think I was in high school or graduating from high school, and I went to this antique shop that was in an old house, and it had really cool things. And one thing that I stumbled upon was a little plaque that said a quote. It said, it is a happy talent to know how to play. And that's a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And I thought that was such a cool quote, so I I bought the plaque. I still have it with me. I bring it with me everywhere every time I move somewhere new, and I brought it with me here to L.A. And yeah, I just, I love that quote. I found it so curious at the time, the way it was phrased. I'll read it again. It is a happy talent to know how to play. And I love that. I love that Ralph Waldo Emerson considers play to be a talent, and something that you have to know how to do. Because I had never thought of play as that before. To me, play was something that kids do, and it didn't really apply to me. And the only time I would ever have considered myself someone who plays is when I played a game or something. But it immediately resonated with my inner child, and I lit up when I read it, and I still do. Every time I read it, it brings me back to the present moment and makes me feel so good and so alive and makes my inner child happy. So I love that quote and it's, yeah, it's always stuck with me. It is a happy talent to know how to play. And I want to talk about why it's talent and and why it's so important. Well, first of all, play is a talent because it comes to us so naturally as children, but as we grow up, and get older and become adults, it's almost like we forget how to play. We forget how to not maybe have fun, but certainly many of us forget how to play, I I feel. And it's not really our fault that we forget this. It's 
honestly, society, society teaches us that playing is something that kids do. It's not for grown-ups. And as we get older, I feel that we are pressured to stop playing and to quote-unquote grow up. And then we're also shamed into losing that part of us. We're shamed by society into feeling like playing is silly and playing is for kids and that's the last thing we want to do is be silly or act like children. God forbid, right? So yeah, we unfortunately lose this part of us. And it's so interesting to me because play is such a natural thing. You know, as children, no one has to teach children how to play. They just do it. It just comes so naturally to them. And I feel that one reason that is the case is because play is an expression of joy. It is an expression of excitement for life and it's such a joyous celebratory thing that children who haven't been quite as shaped by society it just comes naturally to them and it's their way of expressing their their joy and their their life and that is in them the light in them and it's such a shame that that's how things seem to be in our society because I've found and I really do believe that play is such a fundamental key to being a a full embodied human to being full of life and to living a full life an authentic life because when we play we are tapping into our inner child we are letting that part of us be free again and come out again and express itself again and you know as we heal such a big part of healing is healing the inner child and remembering not to leave our inner child behind and understanding that our inner child is always with us and needs to be nurtured and loved by us and so the more that we can the more that we can practice play and and add more play into our everyday lives the more we can incorporate our inner child in our day-to-day lives and remember not to forget <laughs> our inner child and the more we can heal our inner child and move forward on our healing journey. And I think one thing that I've been coming to terms with recently that I feel that many people probably resonate with is that, especially as we are consciously healing ourselves, we can get so caught up in healing that we forget that play is such a huge part of that. And our healing can almost become rigid and and it's not as free-flowing like we talked about in the last episode as it could be and as it can be and it and we can become yeah rigid in our healing in a way because we become so focused and serious about healing which is good but that seriousness has us almost viewing healing and experiencing healing as some sort of chore or at least I've recently been kind of not wrestling with that but I've been facing that that truth that's a truth for me and I've been learning how to have more fun and to play more and to have fun in play and to not make it a chore but to let it flow and to really embrace those moments of just pure childhood joy and wonder and and play more because play does heal the inner child it reminds our inner child that we are safe and that we are loved and it reminds our inner child that our inner child is seen because I don't know about you but anytime I kind of 
forget about my inner child a little bit or I put my inner child on the back burner and I'm just not really paying much attention to my inner child, I'll immediately be able to to tell, luckily, because I, I feel disconnected from her and I feel in that way disconnected from myself. And when we practice play, we're just strengthening that connection between us and our inner child, which is which is great. We want to strengthen that connection. We want to, the better of a relationship we have with our inner child, I feel the easier it becomes to heal past traumas and past wounds because we get so much better at listening to our inner child and asking it what it needs or what they need, how they feel, what what isn't working, what is working, where we can be kinder to ourselves and also what wounds still need our attention and where we can heal deeper and heal more and so that connection to our inner child is really everything and play is such a fun way to strengthen that connection but I mean what is play really I want to talk about that because as I was thinking about this episode and I was thinking about how I define play I personally feel like many, many things can be considered play that I at least didn't used to, or I don't think many people in society would consider play. And what I mean is that, you know, playing can be playing actual games, but I don't see why playing can't be watching a good movie, or singing, or going for a walk, or a hike, or dancing. I think those are all forms of play. And and I feel that way because I feel that I believe that play is doing something for no other reason or with no other intention than that it just simply brings us joy. So that, I mean, that can be anything for anybody. It can be so different from one person to the next, and I'm sure it is. But that's also what's so special about it because, you know, we're all different and our inner children's desires and needs and wants and joys are all different. And so I feel for that reason that play is so specific to each one of us. And I I forget exactly when it was. I think like a couple of months ago, I was listening to, once again, Glennon Doyle's podcast. Um, yeah, I know I talked about it before, but it's a really good podcast. So once again, I, I definitely recommend it if you haven't. But she was, it was an episode on play, and she had her wife on, Abby Wambach, and I love their relationship, and I love listening to them, and Abby was kind of, kind of teasing Glennon a bit, in that she was, she was teasing Glennon a bit, in that she was poking fun at the fact that she, she felt that Glennon did not know how to play, and Glennon kind of agreed. And so they started talking about what defines play or how it can be defined and what what play is. And Glennon was kind of asking Abby, like, well, does this count as play? Does this count as play? And Abby was being very strict with her guidelines and rules for what she considered play. She was saying, like, no, reading a book can't be play and all these different things. And I, I just, I disagree because who's to say what brings one person joy and another person joy like how can that be defined and I think once we start beginning to try to define play we're already taking away the purpose of of play itself we're looking at it through the lens of society and through 
grown-ups, whatever that means, and forgetting that, like, children wouldn't ever even think to define play. They don't have to define it. They just do it, and they just know it when they feel it in their body, and they feel that joy, and they don't have to define it and put a label on it and put it into a box like everyone loves to do in society. And so I don't feel that it's necessary for us to do that now either. But I do think there are some some aspects to play that are key. And yeah, that is doing something for no other purpose than it brings you joy. And so not doing something because you you have to, someone, you know, it's a job or responsibility or not doing something because you know it will lead to a certain outcome. Like, like I don't want to say that going to the gym is not play. If that's something you really love doing, who am I to tell you what play is? But, you know, that kind of thing has a desired outcome. You do it for a reason other than just joy. Actually, you know, maybe some people do go to the gym strictly because it brings them joy. And then you know what? I would say that is play. Like, it really is so, so dependent on each person's personality and what they like and don't like and so but that's the best part personally for a little bit now I've been trying to incorporate more play and so as I mentioned a little bit earlier that what I've been wrestling with a bit is how to incorporate more play into my life without it being forced and without it becoming a chore because then it's not play anymore and it's all really about the intention when I think of it like that like dancing I would consider dancing play But if I, you know, put it on my schedule and it becomes something that I'm like, oh, I have to do this now. I have to start dancing (laughs) because I have to play and I have to make my inner child happy. Well, then that's not really play anymore. And so it's so finicky and tricky, I think, because only you can know if what you're doing is actually play because only you can be truly honest with yourself and know whether it's something that you are doing just for joy or that you are doing because you're trying to heal and you you need to add in more playtime because this podcast said so or someone told you that and it it can make it very challenging not very challenging but it can make it challenging to really get back into the truth of play and the heart of play which is doing something for no other reason than it brings you joy and I feel that it walks such a fine line because I really do believe personally in taking play seriously Because, again, when we get so caught up in healing, we can forget to live and we can forget to relax and to to have fun. And we almost can feel that we're not deserving of that because we're so focused on all the things we're trying to heal that it's like tunnel vision. And all we can see is these flaws, these perceived flaws or faults or what we still have to work on or where we're still trying to get in our healing. And we forget that it's not supposed to be rigid and, and you know, healing's not linear. So it's not supposed to be something where, all right, today I'm doing this and tomorrow I'm working on this. And then by this time next month, I'm going to be so healed. Like, it's just not about that. It's so much more fluid and it's so much more, it's so much more accepting of, of where you are and what's going on in your life. And so I've been, yeah, wrestling a little bit, a little bit with myself <laughs> for how to to play and be okay with that and reassure myself that like yes you are allowed to have fun and play and you deserve it and you are worthy of it just as you are without having to complete any work first or having to get to a certain point in your healing you're allowed to like let your hair down and enjoy yourself and laugh and be happy and 
sometimes that is the best healing and that is the best thing that you can do for yourself and for your inner child as you heal. And so taking it seriously in that sense of respecting it, of knowing that it's not silly and even if it is, who cares? Whatever, what is silly? Like, why is that a bad thing? And that there's so much beauty to be had in just playing and having fun. And, and so I've been working on making time to play in a way that doesn't feel like it's a chore. And that means letting myself not be very structured with it and understanding that maybe what I expected to be my play might not end up being the ways I find joy for the sake of joy. And so sometimes play can surprise me. For example, I really love playing with my cat and I feel like playing with a pet is an obvious one. And if you have a pet, I highly recommend playing with your pet more because anytime I I just need to come back to the present moment or I'm feeling down or my inner child needs some some extra love, I've just been playing with my cat and that's been great. He just always makes me laugh and I just feel so in touch with my inner child and that's that's great. But you know, sometimes my heart's not in it and and it's not working for me and I'm tired or like that's just not play to me. So it can change day to day, moment to moment and understanding that that's okay helps me then invite in more opportunity to play because I feel more free with it and it doesn't feel like a chore it doesn't feel rigid and that's why I do feel that playing can be walking I feel that playing can be watching a movie and I feel like bonus points if you watch something that your inner child really likes like I love putting on like tv shows from when I was little Thank you, Disney Plus, for making that so easy to do. Um, I love listening to music that I liked listening to when I was young. And if you haven't tried those things, I do really recommend it. At first, it feels a little strange. Like, all right, am I really about to put on Sweet Life, Zack and Cody or whatever, whatever you want to watch? Or am I really going to listen to this song? But then, like, it's just this infectious, like, light inside just kind of warms up your entire body and... You just get the biggest smile on your face and it's a really cool moment of like, wow, I didn't realize how much my inner child missed this stuff until I gave it a chance and I and I let myself play again. And so yeah, watching TV can be play and I feel like reading can be play, you know, maybe not reading for an assignment if you're in school, but reading because it brings you joy and that is, like I said, that's the beauty of it is that it is so so special for each person and so so unique to each person which I love I love that it can't be defined and I love that what's play for me most likely won't be play for you because to me that just brings you back to the truth of play which is that it is something for your inner child it is something specific to you there's no handbook on how to play I mean, yeah, I could go on Google and look up the definition of play, but I don't think play has any definition. I think it's it's free-flowing and it's without resistance and it's a moment of presence and ease and it's a moment where our inner child gets to really come to the forefront and and shine and and can express themselves. And then I find that the more I play and the more I practice play and the more I've been practicing it recently, the more that my inner child can shine through in other aspects of my life. And, and I feel that my inner child is 
is able to to stay in the driver's seat a little longer and I can consciously have my inner child present with me at more times, which means I'm more consciously taking care of my inner child and therefore more consciously healing and taking care of myself. So it really is such beautiful work to incorporate more play into your life. I found that incorporating more play into my life helps me to be more present in other aspects of my life and it helps me to be more authentic with with people in my life and it helps me to not be as rigid it helps me to flow more like we talked about last week it helps me to let go of resistance as children do and just to have fun in life and to play in life and to make life more playful because it's yes I do feel like it should be taken seriously and I do think you know taking time to play is great but what about just having a playful life about living life for no other purpose than to experience joy I mean why should life not be that already isn't that kind of what life is all about to be joyful and to be happy and happiness you know it doesn't come from resistance or or stagnation or fear it comes from flowing with life and being more present and letting your authentic self shine through and so play living a playful life and understanding that kind of life is always play and can always be play if that is your intention makes life so much more beautiful and and it helps us stay positive and to always see the good in life because we realize we don't have to take life so seriously we take play seriously but not life so seriously and you know not everything is make or break and the lows don't have to be so low because we were able to flow with energies more and we're able to flow with our lives more and whatever path we go down we know it's the right path and we know things are going to be okay and that you know the universe has got us because life is play and life is kind of one big game and we're just playing the game of life and we can just invite more joy and more fun into our day-to-day even into the mundane you know life can just be more fun and we can we can invite that in through the practice of play so I really encourage you to start practicing play more often find moments and times in your in your day for play and and make it a priority in your life you know of course again it's not something we want to force but but treat it as something really important because it is and I think one thing that I've also been dealing with that I'm sure other people can relate to is allowing myself to play without without judging it and without feeling guilty for it because you know, because of society, I feel that there is this this pressure on us to work hard and, and it can almost, we can feel guilty and undeserving of play. And and it brings in this shame that, that we have kind of projected onto us by adults when we're younger who make us feel shameful and guilty for playing as we continue to grow up, which is why we stop, you know. They tell us to grow up and to stop acting like a child. And so, God forbid we play again, it feels so wrong because we've been told it's so wrong. And so, yeah, I've been really reminding myself not to judge myself and that I don't have to feel guilty for being happy and having fun. Isn't that so wild? I can't, I just, I think it's so interesting how that's how society has decided to to shape our perception of play and I don't think it's intentional but it's we end up just forgetting this this beautiful thing that we have right at our fingertips all the time and this beautiful way to tap into our inner child and to make life more 
beautiful and and more fun. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't judge yourself. And it might feel a little weird at first as you begin to practice playing, but that's okay. It's okay. It's new. New things don't always feel comfortable at first, and being uncomfortable is okay. But it will most certainly get easier, and it will most certainly become very joyful and very fun. And it feels like such a sweet treat to myself when I do play because it's like I'm taking care of my inner child and she is happy and she lets me know by making me feel joyful and making me laugh and creating these moments in my life of bliss that that become more and more sustained the more I practice play and that I'm just feeling joyful and blissful in my everyday routine and my everyday life because I don't view life as work or chore anymore. I can view it as as playful and as fun and I can better integrate my inner child into my adult life which is you know such an important part of healing and can be a challenge is how do we how do we take care of our inner child and make sure they're happy and not forget them but also still navigate in this society in this adult world where we do have adult responsibilities and there is a lot of things that that take a more adult approach to to navigate and when we are able to play more, we are able to integrate our inner child more into our adult lives and become a more balanced and integrated human who is still an adult and can still work hard and do adult things, but who can who also is able to let themselves be free and let themselves be silly and goofy and weird and have fun and laugh and play like they did as children. I mean, there, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to have both and we can have both and you will have both the more you practice play and it'll become easier to incorporate play into the mundane as I said and then life won't even feel mundane because every moment is a moment of play and joy which I, I just think is really beautiful and so that's that's what I've been working on and that's helped me to flow more and it's helped me to be kinder to myself and to let go more which you know we were talking about last week has also been a big theme for me recently is flowing and letting go and so allowing myself to play without guilt or judgment and yes taking it seriously but understanding that it can look different every day and that's the beauty of it and getting to discover with my inner child new ways to play that has been really eye-opening for me and it's been really helpful and I'm going to continue doing it, and I really highly recommend you you find ways to play. And the fun part about it is you get to explore it with yourself and with your inner child. You get to discover together what you like for play because, you know, it's different for everyone. So what, do you, what does your inner child like to do? Do you like to play sports? Do you like to sing? Do you like to dance? Do you like to draw, paint? Do you like to just frolic about? That's great too. That's one of my favorites is just frolicking. And yeah, I, I'm excited for you all to experience moments of joy without any, any purpose or desired outcome and to, to get back into the art of playing the way we did as children. And to recognize that it is a talent and that we do have to practice it as adults but it becomes easier and easier the more we do it and and I have a feeling you will find that 
if you haven't been practicing play yet already, that just might be the missing link to to really getting in touch with your inner child and to addressing more deeply and more authentically what wounds still need to be healed and where you could be pouring more love into your inner child more. So yeah, I think that's it. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I don't know about you all, but I am going to go and play right now with my inner child, and I, I hope you do the same soon. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.